The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network. And this week's episode is sponsored by some wrestling dudes given some wrestling tattoos. The Chicago Tattoo Convention is coming March 23rd through the 25th. Stop by the Wrestling Tattoos booth. Get a wrestling-inspired tattoo. They have hundreds of designs to choose from. They'll have shirts, art pins, pins. Oh, art prints. God damn it, I messed up. All pins are art pins. That is very true. And they'll have regular pins. They'll have hats. They'll have all kinds of shit for sale. <laughs> they'll have non-art pins. They'll have art pins. All right. Now you're making fun of me. Never. The triple threat of Chris Stonecipher, Matt Thornton, and Tyler Brown will all be tattooing in the Wrestling Tattoos booth. DM them on Instagram to book an appointment and follow at Wrestling Tattoos on Instagram. I'm going to be there. I'm getting a, uh, I'm going to get a tattoo of either an old school Hasbro figure. Yes. Uh, probably Macho Man. Mm-hmm. Or I might have you... Me? Or I'll talk to one of the guys, maybe draw Sting, the Galoob figure. Yeah, maybe we can do a little collaboration. Can I just say that these wrestling tattoo guys are some of the nicest people I've ever talked to on the internet? Can I also say that one of them created a Joey Ryan tattoo, <laughs> and I'm I I'm gonna I'll tweet it out. Mm-hmm. It is, um, it's how would you describe this? I'm gonna flip my computer over. How would you describe that? It has kind of a goofus and gallant vibe. Oh, okay. But it's very sexual. It's very sexual. And there are definite puebes. There's puebes, there's chest hair, there's there's a, a very pronounced sack. Mm-hmm. Sack, and then like, you know, the floral trunks. Yes. It's, it takes the you to a place. The It's great. Yeah. They did a great job. They did a great job. Knocked it out of the park. What if it came home and that was on my back? Um, you know, I'd be like, we could have you swim in a singlet when we're around my family. There you go. So once again, at Wrestling Tattoos, follow on Instagram, DM them if you're going to be in Chicago and you want to get a wrestling-inspired tattoo from these boys. They're going to be our sponsors from here on out until WrestleMania. Hell yeah! So get on it. Also, head over to MartyAndSarahLoveWrestling.com. That's where you can get our lapel stuff, buddy membership cards, 8 by 10s half-drawn drawings by uh, the wonderful Sarah Shockey. Do people know that they can just order anything? I And don't test me on this, but I haven't said no to a drawing yet. You really haven't. I haven't. You haven't gotten any really strange request yet you've gotten some interesting requests i've gotten some interesting requests um a lot of the merging of the worlds between wrestlers and non yes which is very fun there have been uh wrestling fans on roller coasters with wrestlers mm-hmm. there have been wrestlers doing maneuvers on people maneuvers. people have, have put themselves in photos with factions mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of fun stuff and also what i like is uh buddies in different scenarios like oh kyle and brad that is correct you know no one has yet ordered a half-drawn drawing of Andre the Giant's ghost. Ooh. He's on the poster yes. for an upcoming show that we have with My Neighbors Are Dead. Sarah, are you talking about the the show that is coming up? And if you're in Chicago, we are teaming up with the wonderful My Neighbors Are Dead podcast for a live show that is part of the Chicago Podcast Festival. The showcast featuring My Neighbors Are Dead and Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, that's us, will take place Wednesday, March 21st at the Beat Kitchen 2100 West Belmont. Get your tickets at chicagopodcastfestival.org slash showcases. You know, we really uh, missed the boat calling it a showcast instead of a fatal four-way. Yeah, that would have been really funny. 
Well, it's never too late to make a positive well, change. you know, what are you going to do? So it's going to be very funny. A, a double feature of wonderful podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some putties will make their debuts there that, that haven't uh, been yes. at a live show yet. Yep. We'll have some new merch that uh, we're going to sell at live shows until we figure like it's time, maybe after Mania, then we'll throw it on the website. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Also, I want to say thank you to all the buddies out there who enjoyed my promo for Pancakes and Pile Drivers, April 7th, 11 a.m. What a good promo WrestleCon.com for all the info. How good did it feel for you to be listen, the wrestler and not listen. the announcer interviewer? Those are very difficult. I take my hat off to anybody who has to do a promo. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you feel ridiculous. Sometimes you feel... Um, like you're being too over the top or not over the top enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, interviewer was very kind. He was a very nice man. I mm-hmm. recognize him from Beefy man. Ring of Honor television, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and there might be uh, another one coming out that's got a little a little different spin on things. So I'm very excited about that. Now, Sarah, before we get any further, it is time to get into the biggest news of the week, and that, of course, is that Kid Rock is going into okay. the WWE no. Hall of Fame. No! Uh, no. That's even, not the biggest news of the week. I don't even know what to tell you about that. What I is the biggest news of the I think I just destroyed my voice on that. Are you okay? I'm okay. Um, I don't know what the big... Well, there's a lot of news this week. I don't know what the biggest news of the week is. Mm-hmm. Fastlane's over. So we're kind of... We got that out of the way. Fastlane's always the one where it's like, come on, come on. Yes. Do you think that's why they named it Fastlane? To be like, just we'll zip through this one. Kayfabe News uh, had the best headline <laughs> ever that the WrestleMania pre-show starts directly after, after Fastlane. That was great. Do you know um, Mick Foley shared that article and went... Awesome. How does this guy come up with this stuff? I don't know. Also, I showed you, and I love when wrestlers are like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and I also, because I, I was looking up uh, this very sweet boy's YouTube channel. He makes great custom wrestling figures. And, you love finding sweet boys with a niche. Yes. And he had a very cool, uh, he made Kenny Omega and he made Chris Jericho from Wrestle Kingdom. And tweeted it at Chris Jericho, and Jericho wrote back, like, pretty cool. And he was like, can you believe it? It was very adorable. I love that. So now that... uh, Chris Jericho will tweet at you, though, if you go thinking about going on the cruise, and then you'll be like, he'll be like, you should! Is it? Does it do that? He does does that to a lot of people. I think he does. Continuously. Well, hey, you know, I'm going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be fun. You and that handsome interviewer that handsome from interviewer. Ring of Honor. <laughs> I guess so. But anyway, now that Mania is over, and obviously we're going to get into Mania in the next couple of weeks. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on Mania. Um, I think as far as the, all the matches that were sort of expected, we're getting that three-way for the IC title. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting Brock and Roman. Um I thought it was kind of interesting when Braun won the tag team battle royal to take on the bar. Do you know what I was hoping? What? I was hoping, and this still could happen, I want Braun to climb up and take a giant bite out of the WrestleMania <laughs> side. <laughs> like, that's where he's leading. They're making him, and it's very fun to watch. Or if he just, like, starts shaking one of the, like, grabs, like, a like a, a part of the arena and just starts shaking and it. And then the sign. And then the sign shakes and then drops down. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Braun. Yeah. And also, he has a weak spot for Alexa Bliss, which is very fun. What if he throws Alexa up there? Mm-hmm. She loosens it. It drops. He catches it. And then takes that bite out of the WrestleMania sign. And catches her. And The ca- sign falls first. He grabs obviously. it, takes a bite. Then she falls second. Yeah. Catches her in the crook of the jester hat. 
Okay. <laughs> I like that. That's a good idea. Do you think he needs a partner? No. Okay. I think it's very fun, but there are a lot of fun possibilities if he does have a partner. Yeah. But I do think it's very fun for them to be like, no, he's just, this is just how it is, fuckers. It might be. Yeah. That that kind of crushes Cesaro and Seamus, though, if he just beats them both. Yeah, well. Because I forgot who it was. They go, imagine the visual of him holding both titles when he does his double hands. I know. We'll see. We'll see. But then that he's going to get beat. I mean. Eventually. Eventually. By Vince and Shane. We'll think, well, do you think that's going to be the hot new tag team? <laughs> yeah, the hot old tag team. Um, so, yeah, that was the uh, that was sort of the big thing on Monday. The thing that I kind of was like, interesting. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know where they were going. Because we were watching Raw, and when they had all those tag teams out there, I was like, I really don't want to see them wrestle all of these teams in some big dumb ladder match or something. I was explaining to everybody, everybody, a couple different people, mm-hmm. that I was in and out of sleep during Raw, and it kind of felt like a fever dream between yes. Vince and Roman yes. and uh, the tag teams and all the women stuff. Just keep like waking up, waking and seeing, up, and being like, "What's up, happening?" I thought the Roman thing. How do you think they're handling the Brock and Roman of trying to make it seem like Brock doesn't want to be there and he wants to go to UFC and all that stuff? It kind of makes me feel hopeful that maybe we can finally be rid of Brock. Are you kind of ready for Brock to go away for a little I've while? I've been ready for him to go away since last year. Interesting. Um, I don't feel impressed by him because I don't feel that he cares about the work that he's doing. Ooh. And I do feel that Roman cares. And I do feel that Braun cares. Like, I feel like there are a lot of people where even if they're bogged down in the politics of WWE, mm-hmm. they're like in it and their heart's in it. But Brock, it's kind of like, okay, he obviously isn't happy there. And doesn't treat it like it's a big deal, which makes me as a fan be like, fine, then I don't want to treat you like you're a big deal. You hurt my yeah. feelings. I'll hurt your feelings. Do Do you think that um, it would be better if the title was defended more and the champ was around more? I mean, yeah, if he were there more because he has Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. But if it were just Brock without Paul Heyman, yeah. I don't think it would be awesome because, yeah, he's like a big dude, but he doesn't want to do anything. Remember that interview where Dean just like shot all over him yeah he didn't want to do anything yeah yeah and so it's like yeah i just don't think he's a good fit for the company i don't think he likes being there and i think they're always having to tiptoe around and you know treat him like a princess and yeah there are plenty of princesses that would be happy to have that throw there were and i i think i don't know if i'm if i'm maybe just a little break maybe if he does go to ufc and fight a couple times and then come back yeah, like, or if he comes back because he feels he needs to. But yeah. I feel like right now it's like, this is an option. And then it's like, well, what about if it was your only, like, what if it was your dream? Yeah. Look at some of these guys. Look at Mustafa Ali. Yeah. You know? He seems like he dream. wants to be there. Yeah. 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 So uh, just a real quick fast lane review. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the main event, AJ won the six pack challenge. I was going to say at this point, flip the speed so that we're going speed and a half for fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Usos, excuse me, uh, walked out as the tag team champions. Um, but then the Bludgeon Brothers, the Bludgeon Brubbies, boy oh boy, what did you say people were saying about them? Somebody on Reddit said they look like LARPers. They do. They look like they made their costumes. Yeah, they look like uh, you know, they're both like uh, I'm gonna say this. They look like Rowan is like a school teacher, <laughs> and during the week. And uh, Harper, I'm not going to say he's a truck driver. I think that's too easy to say he's a truck driver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to say he does, though. Like He does something where it's like, 
maybe he uh, installs home security systems. Yes, okay? that's exactly right. And then on the weekends, mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while, the wives say, go do your thing. And they will handle the house. They dress up as the bludgeon brothers. We'll watch the kids. And they just attack WWE wrestlers. Yeah. Um, they that actually frames them in a way where I care about them more than I ever have. They've been pretty cool lately. Uh, they crush. I just think their outfits are so freaking silly. So apparently, uh, the word is, uh, Rowan did a, an interview and he said, Vince saw it and goes, well, I love it. I can't wait to do the vignettes. He loved the outfits. The Vincettes? Yeah. The Vincettes, of course. <laughs> uh, what else did we have? Randy Orton won the U.S. title. That's exciting. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Oh, boy. Why doesn't he like the UFC? Why doesn't Randy Orton <laughs> want to join the UFC? He wants to join the hair club for Randy's. Can we get a deal on Randy joining the UFC? Yeah. We could bring somebody over from the UFC in exchange for Randy. <sighs> so it looks like it's going to be Randy versus Bobby Roode, and I'm sure Jinder will get his way in that. Mm-hmm. match if he hasn't already he'll slide in that to me seems like um my match where if i was at mania mm-hmm. i would go maybe grab a hot dog <laughs> you grabbed a hot dog during the tag team title match and then the hardy boys music played and i felt like a real silly goose i was gonna say during i've never the seen Pitbull. a hallway I've, yeah well no i went for pitbull mm-hmm. and then when that was over that was when they started the the tag team thing. Well, I think what it was was we got hungry and mm-hmm. we were like, okay, we better go now during the tag team part. And then later like, yeah. you went to the bathroom yeah. or earlier. I don't remember. It was a long time. Yes. Um, but you just missed all of Pitbull and you missed that when Pitbull stopped playing, they started playing the Pitbull song that he just sang to <sighs> transition us to the next thing. Ha ha. Ha ha. That's my Pitbull. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um, What else? So that's that's the one match at Mania. I'm like, yeah, what are you gonna do, Charlotte? Um, if they add Charlotte as a horny valet for Bobby Roode, I wouldn't say no to listen, that. Listen, we don't know what their lives entail. We don't know what's going on with them. But we cannot deny that there's Chem Chem. There is Chem Chem. Mm-hmm. Is that what we call chemistry now, Chem Chem? Did we just create <laughs> something new here, Chem Chem? Chem Chem. <laughs> also, uh, Charlotte defeated Ruby Riot in a very good match. Ruby, mm-hmm. I think Ruby only helped herself in that match. Yeah. At the end. Asuka came out and challenged Charlotte. That was a moment where I kind of woke up and was like, Asuka's here. And like you said, you go, I think you joked around, you go, who saw that coming or something? <laughs> you said something of like, wow, I would have never thought that was going to happen or whatever. Did I fall asleep wearing my smart-ass fedora? You did. You woke up and you went, no, oh, I never heard anybody report on that all week. So I was like, oh, Sarah, geez. What a spicy little asshole. But uh, I thought it was uh, it's cool. I thought the, mm-hmm. the crowd did. I thought Charlotte did a great job. I thought the crowd was into it. I think it'll be very cool. I hope, and this is the same thing with Nakamura heading into his match with AJ, is, and, and this has been talked about on, uh, Alvarez was talking about it the other day, a couple other people were talking about it on the, uh, they were talking about it on the MLW flagship show. Mm-hmm. Um, when Nakamura and Asuka are out there sometimes, uh, for too long especially, they're starting to get the what chants and mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. and they're making them speak all this English. It's like... Like a lot more than I would... Would you mind reading, if they did, because I don't know why... They think everything has to be in the ring. Mm-hmm. I think some of the coolest things they've done are video packages, hyping matches. Yes. Um, there was a uh, a bunch of cool ones with Brock doing interviews uh, backstage with Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some very cool ones in the past. Would you care if either – not even for both, for just Nakamura 
or Asuka, it was a video package where they were speaking in Japanese and there were these things called subtitles where we had to read them. I wouldn't mind that at all. I would prefer it because there's something to be said about when you're speaking in a language that you're very confident in, Mm -hmm. how you can hit the inflections and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure if somebody just taught me a little bit of Japanese, I wouldn't hit the, like, what I would want to emphasize if I were speaking in English. Mm -hmm. It's just a a difficult jump to make where it's like, yeah, I want to hear them speak in Japanese and see the subtitles or even... uh, have them do that thing where they speak in Japanese and then have a translator speak over it so it's like a little bit behind, uh, you know? Yeah. I like that effect on I'm uh, very excited to wrestle AJ Styles. He seems like a great challenge. Yeah. Ooh, that would be very fun. Yeah. I think that would be cool. I think if they just keep putting him out there week after week and... and I just hope that Ric Flair doesn't come out and kiss Asuka because she'd eat him. Yeah. Remember when he did that to Becky Lynch? But that seems like a lifetime ago. <sighs> it wasn't that long ago. But it also feels like it was just yesterday. What a world. Man. Uh, and then also on Raw, John Cena officially challenged The Undertaker. What a, like, 13 minutes he had. That was a wild-ass That promo. was a treat and a half. Hey, did you see what Nathan tweeted out? What? He tweeted out, if Undertaker doesn't say yes, Cena might sit next to me at WrestleMania. <sighs> Nathan's going. He says he is. Everyone's oh, asking him questions about it, and he's being real evasive. <laughs> Maybe you can get more info out of him. He doesn't like to talk to me very much. Possibly. Um, even though we know that the match was happening and we had heard about it for a while, are you still excited for Cena Undertaker? What did I tell you the other day? I said, WWE always does this where I hear the spoilers and yes. I'm like, oh, okay, but stupid. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, that proposal happened and. Oh, with Nikki and yeah, Cena last and year. with this, I what did I say? I said I'm getting all rampily, dude. Anyway, yeah. oh, like, it was funny when he's called out Taker for Michelle posting uh, posting uh, videos of him working out on her Twitter, Instagram. What did you say about that? Michelle was down. Okay, so here's what I here's what I picture: mm-hmm. Michelle McCool. She's at home. Maybe the girls are at the kitchen table. They're doing their homework or whatever they have. I don't know. Girls, boys, whatever. The kids are at the table doing Mm -hmm. their homework. For some reason, I'm picturing girls too. Right. Michelle, she's got a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dinner's put away. Mm -hmm. She's got the macaroni and cheese in Tupperware's labeled Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, The kids are working on their homework. Mark's upstairs. Mm -hmm. Who knows what he's doing? Oh, he's trying on hats. Trying on leather hats or whatnot. (laughs) And then she's got Ron. They got like a flat screen in the kitchen. She's yeah. got she's got Ron mounted in mounted the of course. Uh, something to think about. Uh, something to think about. And uh, and then all of a sudden Cena cuts that promo and he goes, "Yeah, you post your wife's posting your vi- workout videos on her Instagram." And then she just goes, "Mark, Mark, Cena's talking about you." <laughs> all right, Michelle. You, you were saying that Cena was gonna go and take her. There's only one thing standing between me and that match. And you were going to, you went, yeah, Michelle McCool. (laughs) I was like, oh. Your wife saying it's okay. Fine. You know what? One more. What's one more going to fucking. That's my Michelle McCool. Yeah. She sounds. I've heard her before. I've heard that voice. Hey. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I like like that. Um, Also, the WWE officially announced. The Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royal, and boy, oh boy. To cheers and screams and mostly screams from around the world. People were not happy on wrestling Twitter. Here's an interesting 
uh, one of those interesting experiences for me where it's like, ah, a figure that everyone seems to know that is a gap in my wrestling yes, history okay. knowledge. That's what I wanted to so know. So I've, I've done a little bit of, I mean, obviously Twitter blew mm-hmm. up and was so angry. So as far as I know right now, mm-hmm. this was a horrible woman who did no good for anybody and um, trafficked young women into prostitution. So kind of. Uh, is yeah. that the full so story? So For- Forbes wrote a story. Uh, David Bixenspan wrote a really good one on mm-hmm. Deadspin. Um, I remember the first I'd heard about this was watching Lipstick and Dynamite which is a fantastic wrestling documentary about female wrestling. I implore you to watch it. It's very cool. I would cool. love to. But I remember some of the old gals who were just kind of like talking when they started to talk about Moolah. It was like, she's no good. She's bad. She Everyone pimped out said the that? girls. There was a lot of people on there. And it seemed like all these women were like, her and, and her and Mae Young, and they were kind of like, I don't know what their deal was and all this why stuff. Why would they pick her then? Well, that's the deal. Why does why is there an Ultimate Warrior Award? Yeah. Vince just decides, hey, these were big names here. Vince had always, feel- always, Mula, and I, I don't know if this goes back to his father, or what the what the deal is, what the connection is, but he's always, Mula's been his gal. Do you think she scared him when he was little? I don't know. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's so weird, though. Before like, the Montreal screw job. Do you think everybody was like, Vince, don't? I don't. Well, that would be a really interesting question. I wonder, and not to be cliche or whatever, how, uh, I don't know if, if I want to use the word woke or whatever, but how sort of socially woke is Stephanie or Hunter or anybody in that? I was this conversation just the other day mm-hmm. with one of my buddies. Okay. And he was saying, like, I, I would like to think that it was our buddy Eric. Okay. He goes, I would like to think that H and Stephanie are woke. H. What a, he didn't say what H. I said ass. H. What a smarky ass. Don't blame this on him. Um, of just like that they're more progressive. I'm joking also, Eric. I'm just We're joking. all joking. We're all joking. <laughs> we all like each other. Um, but just like how much they're being held back by Vince being like the boss in charge. Because mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to say no to a paternal figure in the family. <laughs> okay. You know, like, especially one that's very like, this is the way we do things. This yes. is what we do. So I just think for that time will tell. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder how often, you know, I mean, yeah. people say Ivanka always tells Trump not to do stuff and he's like, yeah, does it anyway. And it might just be one of those things of, I'll let him let a couple people. Cause there are some people who go, look, it's a small minority on the internet big deal right somebody wrote a quote but it uh, it is the wrong side of history i think so you know somebody wrote a thing on on the reddit squared circle page they're like look if you want to do something about this uh snickers is uh um the main advertiser for wrestlemania this year did you see what nakamura yeah they had his that snickers logo (laughs) yeah but they were saying write them write them uh not a crazy like you shit i can't believe this but like could you guys say something or like hey this seems kind of odd again ultimate warrior has a good way to take the warrior award uh he was a bad dude he's on video saying queer and don't make the world go round or write or something just crazy shit said a lot of crazy shit on college campuses they're all out there it's all available he did it crazy interviews yet they're just like cool this guy seems you know that's yeah like our kind of guy such a outdated like eyes shut kind of thing where it's like listen the facts are there but they can be like well and it's like how long can you do that we all have all the information on social media like we all have the internet then it's like well you have Hogan. Okay, well, he's persona non grata there. Mm-hmm. They're just like, wow, I can't. Obviously, Benoit killed his family. 
nope, can't have him involved. But it is interesting with... What's the line? China did porn, but we can't have... Like, that would be a good, you know, like... Well, they're... Yeah, they're... I mean... Inclusion into the Hall of Fame. Because they were like, well, if we needed another woman's name, you know, people were bringing up, like, Sensational Sherry. Like, well, she died of a drug overdose, so we can't have her. You know, China, obviously... Triple H has said, what if my what if my children Google, you know, well, now if they Google Moolah, it's going to be yeah. some interesting stuff, They don't even have too. to Google her. Just log into Twitter. Yeah. So That's it'll be wild. interesting to see. I, uh, I don't think anything will happen. Mm-hmm. It was kind of interesting where, and I think someone said, like, Becky Lynch deleted a tweet where she was like, what a great, you know, great woman. Because obviously, it's a giant, com- it's a giant uh, company. And they're going to say, hey, here's the deal. Everybody tweet. All the female wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the second they did it, they all had their tweets ready well, to go. Well, that was like the female wrestlers all being like, oh, it's not fair that Ronda Rousey's here. And I was like, oh, you all tweeted that at the same time. That's weird. They're all mm. Their tweets are synced up. And then I was sipping my tea. Yeah. All so, like Becky and Charlotte. So you said Becky deleted hers? I, yeah, I had heard something. I think it was on the uh, one of the Fightful podcast they why couldn't they just mentioned. make it the renee young award you know and just what? honor someone who still works there and is doing a good job who everyone's pointed out to me that she has denied being pregnant on and I, Instagram. I, I saw her on a photo for the yeah, super trooper guys she does look does not look pregnant at all yeah hey but, you know what sometimes you take a shot and you make it and other times you take a shot and, and- i had good evidence and a lot of people were thinking the same thing and yeah. you know what Cool. I wish her the best in her entire life, no matter what happens. But again, head over to Deadspin. Check out Bix's uh, article. I I thought it was quite good. Also, I have a new segment I'm working on Mm -hmm. on this very podcast, the podcast that you're listening to right now. So here's what I'm on. Yes. I need you guys to send us. Would you rather questions? Oh, that's great. Like, for example, uh, I'll ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Would you rather raw be two hours mm-hmm. or i can promise you there will be no more of those disgusting jump cuts that induce vomit oh the jump cuts yes um i would rather the jump cuts go away interesting yeah 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 because you know if they condense raw to two hours they're just going to do more jump cuts to be like well mm-hmm. we got to make it go faster on monday we have a clock in our uh in our room where we watch raw and i didn't uh, turn it forward yet <laughs> and at one point it's still uh, for, in Chicago we watch Raw from 7 to 10 and it was like Raw was almost over and I looked at the clock and it said like it was all it was like just 9 o'clock and I'm like there's another fucking hour no. oh no but oh, I, I think I agree I think I would rather the jump cuts go away would you rather every interviewer concisely ends the interview by saying something to the camera to the effect of back to you or would you rather have um john cena every time he comes out and do a promo he has to go in the audience and interact (laughs) and have a sip of beer and have a sip of beer i would rather when uh any reporter backstage is done they send it back to I'll be honest, I only had that one queued up, and then I thought of the Cena one second. <laughs> Let me think of one more. Um, would you Would you rather uh, shave Baron Corbin's head? Mm-hmm. I have to do it? Yeah. I mean, okay. you, know, you, you can, or would, would you rather Baron have his head shaved? I'll order it. Would you rather Baron have his head shaved, uh, or you get some input on Dolph Ziggler's hair? Baron have his head oh, okay. shaved. I don't care. <laughs> is that what's happening with Dolph? Is people just stop caring about him? 
Um, <laughs> yeah. I like when he does these promos and he's like, everyone knows I'm the best. He gets all yiked up and it's like, shh. I kind of want to be like, hey, who's, who said all this stuff that you're the best? Who's, who's been saying all this stuff? Okay, wait, I have one more. Okay. Would you rather Finn Balor only wear black leather from here on out, no matter what, for the rest the of his life? The black trunks and the black jacket? Yeah. Okay, or... or <laughs> whatever color he's doing. Yeah. Like blue, uh-huh. or he might change to a different to one. Red, yeah. His beard is exactly that same color. <laughs> that was uh, our buddy Chris came up with the idea of him dyeing his beard blue to match his blue leather. Just the beard, not the whole hair or anything? Just the beard. It's very interesting. I think I'm going to... Uh... I think I'll stick with the black. Okay. I okay. know you like black. Yeah. I just wanted you to think about what he would look like with like, oh, he's wearing magenta. Did you like that promo someone posted of like, hey, maybe we let the wrestlers cut their own promos and it was uh, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson and Finn and then Matt Hardy. Yeah, that was so was fun. I liked that quite a bit. Sarah, it is me, Vanna Herzog. Oh my God. Speaking of- Werner, I haven't seen you in so long. Speaking of Matt Hardy. Yeah. Next <gasps> week is the ultimate deletion yes. on Monday Night Raw. I'm very excited to see many of our old friends. Are you so, helping with the cinematography? I am just watching as a fan. Oh, I, wow. I don't want to even get involved. I don't want to. I just hope we I don't do those to... jump cuts to the beautiful compound shots that we've become so used to please don't even put that idea into the atmosphere <laughs> don't whisper it It will be fun seeing our friends queen rebecca senior benjamin vanguard one king maxwell and Lord introducing wolfgang. and introducing did you see that tweet about how wolfgang is going straight to the wwe for his debut and he did not have to go to the indies like king maxwell i just thought that was beautiful and also any footage of the, the Hardy Baby Boys? Yes. So good. I thought, what a wonderful dig at TNA calling it the Indies. <laughs> also, I thought King Maxwell's vocabulary has only grown in the time since he, we've seen him. Marty went, he talks now. I know, I was so excited. Ugh. Matty, we were all excited. We were. We and were all excited. Did it feel like... You were seeing old friends, like, <sighs> in that way where it's, like, a shot of them on the compound. Oh, yes. I want Jeremy Borash's fingerprints all over it. Jeff Hardy was tweeting about, like, thanks to my shoulder doctor. Yes, like, all the wonderful nurses and medical staff. They took like, care of him. Dude, bep, 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 you messed up. Bep, bep, bep. We don't talk about that we right don't? now, apparently. I don't know. I, Like... Matthew tweeted, lift people up when they fall down. Oh, and I thought, boy. Matthew... That is wonderful. Oh, that's just really sweet. Listen, sometimes you got a fucking party, you know what I mean, Jeff? Maybe I'll, that's what I'll get. Jeff, um, Jeff, it's called Uber. Fucking come on, man. Yeah, or Lyft. Fucking come on, man. Or Lyft. Or every town has their weird, like, Or find Stuberts. a fan who goes, oh, fuck, Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Can I do anything for you? Yeah, give me a fucking ride home. Yeah. Maybe I'll come get my car tomorrow. Yeah. Please, Jeff. Maybe you and your Mark-ass friend can follow me in my car, and I'll ride in your car. Yes, but yes, my sources yeah. have told me that Jeff has already been filmed for the ultimate deletion. And hopefully they don't take him out like he's an Uso in a in a amusement park commercial. <laughs> That's I know real. how to edit movies, and editing people out sometimes is no fun. Or Although I heard they edit out whole mustaches. I heard they edited out Enzo from the upcoming Undercover Boss episode. <laughs> But if they edited out Enzo... He was deleted. <laughs> if they edited out Enzo, why do I keep getting ads for six ninety nine Enzo Amore shirts on WWE Shop? Shit's got to go. 
No, it doesn't. It's got to go. They could send it to, you know, a third world country that needs T-shirts and be like, we're sorry about this, but at least it'll provide you shelter from the sun. Why are the locals wearing New England Patriots 2018 (laughs) Super Bowl champions while they're also wearing certified G hats? (laughs) That's so like... What a crazy... I feel like that's like an H.G. Wells short story where yes. it's like there's this world where everyone's just like, this is our pop culture outfits. Yes. H.G. Shrug. Yes. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait. I hope everybody enjoys the ultimate deletion. You know what H.G. Wells... The H.G. stands for? Home and Gardening Wells. No. <laughs> I actually heard that he's a big fan of yours and it stands for Herzog Guy. He's a Herzog Guy. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, some of my favorite AOL instant messenger sign-ons. I would look for Herzog guy. Oh, you like me? You like my movies? You enjoy them? Thank you very much. It means the world to me. Do you want a Herzog donut? What does that mean? Herzog donut. Oh, you just punched me in my arm and it hurts a great deal. Herzog. All right, everybody. It was very good to be here. Thank you so much for coming back. Hey, will we see you you live at the My Neighbors Are Dead show? I have a feeling you definitely will see me. Oh, hell yeah. I bid everybody a farewell for now. Adieu. Adieu, if you will. I will. All right, Sarah. That was so nice of Warner to come by. Yeah. Now, Warner... Uh, our dear friend who often comes by to say hello to us from time to time. He mentioned the Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. And I took you <gasps> down memory lane. You fucked with me. For a little segment we like to call Sarah's Old School Wrestling Corner. All right, Sarah. Like I said, we we wore talk. We watched the um, Ultimate Deletion uh, promo on Raw. It got us in. Uh, and then, well, somebody tweeted about Jeff or something, and and we could hardly help ourselves. And then I go, wait a minute. Let's go back in time to a time that I don't think you remembered, which was when the Hardy Boys were both. Uh, I don't know if Jeff was. T- I think Jeff was TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt was kind of in and out of a whole lot of things wasn't doing great at the time he has completely turned things around and i'm very proud of him for that how long Um, ago was that that he turned things around ish a couple years ago i mean more than a couple years ago probably about probably i think what we saw was like around 2014 2012-ish 13 yeah i mean like because i remember the first time that paloma was like have you seen matt hardy's hair yeah and that was when I first took notice. That was when that was like when he came back to TNA and he yeah. was doing he was doing some cool stuff. Yeah. And uh from all accounts got his uh his shit. So that was together. like his comeback like Yeah. I remember her explaining him to me and being like he's a mess and being and then It me. was there was some dark times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I told you. So there were these like Hardy Boy TV, the Hardy Boy brand and all this stuff and they were making these wild videos. Yeah. And some of them were just like, oh, here's us at our our houses just being wild. Riding the lawnmower. Riding lawnmowers being silly. Um there were Matt did a lot of videos uh from his little warehouse where he had a ring and there was the one about grapes that I showed you and there was one I remember. I I couldn't find it and it's kind of one of those things of like I hope it's I, I I'm happy that it's kind of gone. Uh-huh. Um where he was in Europe 
and uh, he had gotten sent home, but he hadn't gone home yet. And he's oh, like, well, I'm in Europe, so how can I be sent home? And it was like, yeah. yeah. Um, the one with Jeff at that diner, uh, cutting that Holy promo on CM shit. Punk. Very weird. Very just weird like, and oh boy. tasteless. But we started watching some of their just more like, I don't want to say fun videos. Uh, one of them, they were in a garage. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those where it's always like, you guys are kind of fucked. You could tell they're fucked up. Yeah, yeah, Everybody's yeah. eyes are real cheaped. Yeah. Everybody's a little like, uh, what? Everyone's foggy. Yeah, everyone's a little foggy. Foggy fresh. The one video we watched, they were in the garage. Uh, Jeff had a taser, a real, real deal one taser. One of those clickety-clack. With the light and the... Yeah. And, oh, uh, like, a, like a bug zapper taser. And they, they, they shocked the future Queen Rebecca. She did not want to be shocked. No. And she was being such a good sport. Yes. And I told you that it reminded me of like some tactics that my brother would pull yeah. when I was growing <laughs> up. Have I told that story on the podcast no. before? No, tell it. So uh, my dad used to be involved in road races and he would- Road rages? Road rages. Oh, road races. <laughs> Known for uh, all kinds of R's. Um, and he had a blank, a starter gun that would shoot blanks Mm -hmm. and, uh, we would always play with it, which like read the room guys, like let's not have our (laughs) guns in places where kids can play with them. Yes. Um, but it was always empty. And, uh, one time my brother came into my room when I was about eight, seven or eight, maybe eight or nine, Mm -hmm. seven to nine, like raw. Mm -hmm. And he, um, was like, Hey, do you want to play Russian roulette? Roulette. Roulette. Robert roulette. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to play Russian roulette. And he was like, well, we're going to do that. And you know how brothers like, and this is what the Hardys felt like when they were about to tase Rebby. Yeah. It's like, this is happening. You just have to get on board. And so he was like clicking the little rollers and then he held the gun to my head and he fired it. <sighs> oh no. And it went off Yeah. and it blasted and it was a blank. But at the time I was like, well, I've been shot and I'm dead. You thought you were in heaven. I looked around my bedroom at the time because that's where we were. And yeah. I went, God. It is so nice of the angels to make heaven look like my room so I'm comfortable here. Oh, no. That was pretty cool. And then I turned and saw my brother's face just completely colorless. Yeah. And he thought that he killed me, too, for a second. Holy shit. And somehow no one heard that, and no one ever asked us about it, and we never talked about it until, like, maybe 10 years later. I was like, whoa, that was kind of messed up. But ever since then, I really haven't been scared to die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It seemed so nice. One of the the videos that we watched was a Christmas party at the Hardy's compound. Oh yeah, that got wild. There were people passed out. And then uh, who did did we recognize somebody? Who did we recognize? There were some cameos from some people that are kind of like uh, from uh, North Carolina, the North Carolina wrestling scene. I don't know who. who... I remember recognizing somebody and being like. We're... And just people, there's one person that was like doing that drunk thing where you're like really making points, man, and and you're really and you and you're saying it, and you're making, the, and then next to him is just this blonde girl that's like oh completely, completely passed, passed out, out on yeah. his shoulder. I can't remember who you're talking about. It'll probably hit me as soon as we're done. But yeah. it's kind of like oh look who's there. Yeah, shit, I can't remember. Um, but. They lit a Christmas tree on fire at the end. It was actually kind of sweet. This was kind of a fun, sweet part because they were all hugging each other, doing that kind of drunken, like, bro, buds. You know what? And they're like, hey, don't, don't. uh." What's funny is when they do those videos, Matt would get very serious sometimes and be like, listen, 
don't do this at home. We're we're <laughs> we're professional. We've done this a lot. We know what we're doing. But they're here. all drunk. I know. So they they douse this Christmas tree with gasoline. Mm-hmm. Jeff just is in his most hillbilly wild he, man he gets kind of uh like demony lights the ground he smashed a guitar over someone's head yeah. they did a little bit where he's like you won't get you want guitar smashed he, over your head he by gets me. those eyes where you're like yes. oh you're not even yes. there right so now. and that was right he got in a lot of trouble right after that yeah. i think like someone someone went to fedex him a whole bunch of pills and he got in a lot of trouble when somebody falls down you lift him up that's true and they lit this christmas tree on fire then I normally have my computer by the side table. Sarah mm-hmm. fell asleep. As soon as I'll put on some like a wrestling show or a, or old shoot we're interviews or something. We're doing very on brand things. In we're this doing scenario. our we're doing our things. Sarah's sleeping. I'm listening to videos, and the combination of the Christmas tree being lit on fire. <laughs> I also showed you a clip recently uh, of a Japanese match where there was fire involved and shit got crazy. Yes, but I think it was that Christmas tree being lit on fire. And then I think I was listening to a playlist or something came up when they were talking about Sammy Callahan Mm -hmm. and the baseball bat incident with TNA. And I had a dream that you and I and Cabana were at a wrestling show. It was at uh, the arena where High Spots films Queens of Combat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shout out. Shout out. And um, we were watching this match and Sammy Callahan was wrestling somebody I don't know who. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, he took out a gasoline tank and lit a table on fire. And we were all kind of watching, going, oh, that's a little crazy. And then gas was spilling all over. And then at a certain point, everything just kind of caught on fire. And we were all like, we it's should. It's like that fire point where you're like, yeah. are we good? Are we good? Are we good? We're not good. And I was like, we should all probably get out of here. I ran first out the building. <laughs> And then when you guys came through, I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. You guys got out here. I I was like, you know. Glad you made it. It was definitely not uh, women and children first. I fucking ran out the door myself. I was on an emergency situation underground on the red line. And the doors open and every single man pushed their way off the train. And the last four people off the train. Was that stabbing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It was like me and three other women and then the guy who had just stabbed a guy on the train. (laughs) That's why they stopped the train and let everybody (laughs) off. All right, cool, cool, cool. Oh, hey, Nathan. Hey, everybody. It's me, Nathan, from Nathan's Wrestling Review. It's time for my part of the podcast. Yay. Marty, do the thing you're supposed to do. Hold on, Nathan. Come on. I didn't even... You sidled up in (sighs) here. You didn't even pay for this week. Yeah, I did. Marty did. Play it. This week like Jeff Hardy sing that. Jeff's a good musician. I went to his show the other couple weeks ago. Tip of the hat of the week goes to Cedric Alexander for punching his card to WrestleMania and defeating Roderick Strong on 205 Live. I gave that match four and three-quarter stars. Wow. I loved it. Did Dave give it that same amount of stars? I'm not aware of Dave's star ratings. This- I just feel like a lot of times you gauge yours based off of his a little bit. Uh, That would be wrong. Uh, I've got a lot of news to get into. I don't okay. know if you guys have covered any of this. If you have, I'll show you the right way to do it. Oh, my God. First of all, Ronda Rousey was not at Raw this week. WWE said back a couple weeks ago that she would be there, but now that she wasn't there, uh, apparently she's she was, wasn't there. Maybe now she's pregnant. That would ruin everything. That would ruin WrestleMania. <laughs> she, would, she would have to, I mean, I don't know to tell anybody what to do, but she better not get pregnant. 
Okay. That was not, that was not going to be cool for WrestleMania. Sorry I upset you during your segment. Well, I'm just saying, don't throw real life into my wrestling. I don't want to think about people getting uh, having babies and stuff like that. Yeah. Not, no time for I'm it. I'm in a wrestling group on Facebook where apparently everyone is like really turned off by the idea of pregnancy. Yeah, well, I'm turned off by it too. I don't even want to talk about it. As far as I'm concerned, you're there to wrestle, not, not make babies. I don't care about – I mean, whatever. Do what you're going to do. Just don't mess up my WrestleManias. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, there are people who are asking if Ronda's ready. Will she be ready to wrestle? Is she going to be trained in time? My sources say she will be ready. Kurt <laughs> Angle's get, helping her out. Why do you get loud like that? What's that? Why do you get loud like that? I don't know. I'm just uh, just excited about what I do. It just sounds like you, you think that that's what it sounds like. What people talk about news. In other news, Lucha <laughs> Underground sent a cease and desist letter to one of my coworkers, Ryan Satin You're of Pro Wrestling coworkers. Sheets, uh, for, for, for reporting spoilers on the first set of tapings. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what, Lucha Underground? Ryan wasn't even there. Yeah. So, so you know. And you weren't either. No, I wasn't there. I don't live in Los Angeles. I live in Chicago. Yeah. But if I was there, guess what I would do? What? I'll report it because that's my duty as a, as a reporter. <laughs> I have a question for I'm, you. And I have the First Amendment on my side. I have a question for you. Go ahead. Do you think you'll be involved in the all-in wrestling? What? <laughs> Don't sniff so loud. Sorry, I got, I'm getting over a cold. Um, Do you think that you'll be involved in the all-in wrestling podcast convention? I'll probably interview Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll probably interview anybody who will be there. Okay. Yeah, you name it, I'll probably interview them. Have you talked to anybody? No, but I've been uh, uh, leaving my resume at Pro Wrestling Tees, <laughs> saying if they if they could handle it over. You to left it with Scrump. Any, I left it with Scrump, and I and I said, uh, please pass this along. Mm-hmm. I would like to be the master of ceremonies for All In the weekend, the podcast festival, whatever it is. I want to be involved. I heard that you uh, tried to give Cash a note about Lil Funker. Yeah, I just I I. I uh, <laughs> His parents were in Chicago this week, mm-hmm. and I just said... Wes Nashley. Yeah, Wes Nashley. And I just said, here's a letter. Just give it to him. I don't want any trouble. I got enough stuff to worry about right now. But you know Cash isn't Lil Funker, right? What are you talking about? Cash the is... The little kid. No, no, no. They're two separate entities. Okay. Cash is a child. Yeah. In no re- related to the wrestling legend, Lil Funker. Okay. Who honestly gave you one of the better promos I've ever seen. Better than Barty's promo. Oh my God! Hey, I, Nathan, you know what? Right that's here. not what we're here to do. Anyway, so that's just—I mean, like whatever. Are you scared? No, I just don't have time Are you to. Scared to, to face to your fate? Fight people. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what why I'm here. What are you busy with? Journalism. Tip of the hat of the weeks. <laughs> Breaking news. Mm-hmm. Like Lucha Underground sent a cease and desist letter to my coworker Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have more to say on that? It's not fair. Don't yeah. do it. You can't do it. Do you have any spoilers that you would like to report on for any of the upcoming? Yeah, I'll be a, I'll be at all in. Okay, that's... all the booth. Well, that's not as. I'm gonna like... have a table, <laughs> ringside. Okay. So I'm gonna be ringside. It's gonna break. <laughs> I want to do ring. And... They're gonna they're gonna smash a person into the table. Not my table. If I pay for it, I'm, they're not gonna put me through it. <laughs> oh no! I might. That's not how that works. I might go to the the Chicago Tattoo Convention and get uh, oh. all in tattooed to show to show them that I'm serious about it. <laughs> Maybe I'll get an all in neck tattoo. No. Yeah. No, Nathan. Then they'll have to let me be a part of it. Nathan, no. Wait, I'm gonna get A L L on my on my on my right hand. Uh-huh. Wait, no, all L A L L 
and then you can get all of it I on end. one hand. No, you can't because the A-L-L-I. thumb is. But your thumb is. It yep. doesn't really count when you do knuckle tattoos. Sarah, he's right on this one. You really <laughs> only have. You really only have eight spots to work with. You know what? I apostrophe or I am. Uh, a L L. I'm all in, and then I'll get. I'm. I'll. I'll Wait, I, is the apostrophe one so knuckle, or is it? I like the is I? the pinky on my right. Okay. The ring finger is the apostrophe. <laughs> M is my middle finger. Uh, a is on my pointer finger on my right hand. On my left hand, the pointer finger will have uh, L L, and the middle finger will have an L. And then the ring finger will have an I, I, and then my pinky finger will have an N. All in. I'm all in. Okay. That's it. Marty? And then I'll have a red line going all the way across on the bottom and the top. I'll frame it with a red uh, with you know, a you red could probably thing. just bother Peter, and he would give you one. No, I mean, I'll ask, I'll ask Chris. I think he, him or Matt or uh, Tyler can, uh, can probably make that happen. Oh, my gosh. Nathan, I don't know if your first tattoo you want to get are... Knuckle, they get your knuckles tatted, or or like a reference to a very specific event. Oh yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying there. All right, well, get maybe the, you could get on your lower back the elite. Uh, dangerous tattoos, dangerous curves. Not uh, pervert like Marty. Dangerous curves. Not uh, pervert like Marty. Yeah. The only guy I, I know who could pull off a back a, a lower back tattoo is uh, is uh, Lance Lance Archer. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Did you see Ethan Page and Aja Kong? They both had their faces painted. Oh, yeah? They were tagging up. Interesting. Yeah. I did not get that It was report. on Instagram. It was on Instagram. You ah, can just subscribe to I'm it. I'm not really on Instagram all that much. Oh, you're not? I'm more of a Twitter guy. Yeah, that's true. Keep it old school. Yeah, you know, your Twitter presence is like a lot of retorts to people who bother my t- you. My and Twitter, then occasional my, non-scoops. My Twitter presence... Our presence for my followers. At Nathan Beeves NWR. Nathan's Wrestling Review. Spoiler alert, Andre the Giant documentary is coming out in April on HBO. <laughs> that's not a spoiler alert. That's been heavily advertised everywhere. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you if you haven't heard about it yet. Yeah. I'm having a viewing party at my house. No, you're Some house. of the guys will be there. Who? My bud Jeff. <laughs> my bud my bud Mike. Yeah. I got a new bud Mike. All but, your buds sound like white dudes. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay, Sarah. Okay, I have a, I have a black friend, Sarah. I work with a black friend, <laughs> so I can say stuff. Is that you? No, Is that your deal? I don't think so. Anyway, me and my bud Jeff. I have and friends Mike. from all corners of the rainbow. Wow, cool. I'm Sarah. I know DJs. Hey, you're uh, you're you're Nathan, and you don't care what color somebody is as long as they're not an asshole. That's right. I'll be at AAW this weekend. I'm gonna try to get a picture of Jushin Liger without his mask on. No, uh, Nathan, don't do that. Don't do that. i have got to do it. Don't do that. I'm gonna do it. Be a good boy. I'm gonna do it. Be a good boy this I'm weekend. Crack the story. And get. Uh, I'll text your aunt if you're being bad. Ah, right, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's about my time on the show this week. Yeah, Marty's uh, holding up the stopwatch. Yeah, I'm, I'm pointing at a watch over and over and over again. I get it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I guess you'll be clinging to Dr. Keith this week. Oh, weekend. remember who you said you couldn't remember who was at the Hardy's uh, party? Yeah. It was me. I was hanging out there. Okay, no. That was me. A young Nathan was there getting a the story. A fresh-faced boy. Getting the story. People were like, wow, Paul Heyman started when he was 14. Yeah, I started when I was 12. 
I beat you, Paul Heyman. Yeah. So anyway, all right, my phone's going off. I got to get out of here. Bye, everybody. Bye, Nathan. <laughs> Bye, Nathan. What was that? We had, <laughs> Did we just get an alert? When Nathan was leaving, there was some kind of alert. Was it an Amber Alert or something? I don't know. I didn't get it on my phone. Amber O'Neill Alert. Get oh, out of here, bye. Nathan. Oh, Jesus. All right, Sarah. I don't know what to tell you. That Nathan guy. <sighs> you know what, though? What? I do. I do have a fondness. You do? For him a little bit. Do you think you should get those all-in knuckle tats? I'd be interested to see how that goes. Oh, man. You know he's going to ask you to draw it up for him. I will. I'll do it. Well, I guess. I guess uh, you can do that, and you can also listen to this. Wrestling confessions. Holy fudge back my pants are stretching. It's time for Marty. Oh, shit. Sarah. <laughs> Take two. Holy fudge back my pants are stretching. It's time for Marty Sarah to read. Wrestling confessions for me. And the friends. All right, Sarah. I got People a little... ask us if we do this in all, all in one take. They do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They think we take breaks and stuff? And edit it down. Really? And you know what? I've never been asked that before. Oh, I get asked it all the time. Really? And that restarting of the wrestling confession proves that this is all live. It's all live. Uh, I also fuck it. We'll do it live. Fucked up the art art prints, art pins. Art prints. I fucked that you up still earlier. Thinking about that? Yeah, I, I sh- maybe I thought should I have hit stop and? Oh my gosh, hit, you did awesome. Hit record again and no. do it all over again. I don't know. Just do you. Here's what I do know. It's time for a wrestling confession. Here we go. Hey, buddies. My wrestling confession takes place, as many do, on a trampoline. Yes. But before I get there, some backstory. In high school, I spent a lot of time watching wrestling in my room on Mondays, flipping back and forth between Raw and Nitro. You know that. Until the summer when I was finally cool enough to be invited to watch wrestling. or to (laughs) Take 5,000. When I was finally cool enough to be invited to wrestling watching parties at a friend's house. This friend was a wrestling fan who also happened to be female. Very unusual for this time, for sure. But of course, all the other fans that came to watch were guys, until one special week, when another female friend showed up. This friend was not a wrestling fan, but interested in seeing what it was all about. I've been there. Truth be told, I was was interested in seeing what she was all about. Hey, hey. In explaining how these phenomenal athletes perform such moves, I invited her to my friend's trampoline in the backyard. It was there I would show her some quote-unquote moves. Mm -hmm. She seemed very interested. Was the air of the man show? (laughs) It was, actually. She seemed very interesting in learning more about wrestling as I performed hip tosses, body slams, and even power bombs on her. From then on, she was hooked on not only watching wrestling with us, but letting me toss her around on Monday nights. Oh boy! Sadly, this would not be all the. Sadly, this would be all the physical contact we would have, as little boy me was too shy to ask her to be my tag team partner in real life, and the parties just kind of faded away. The next time I saw this young lady, I was flipping through the channels and I came upon Ohio Valley Wrestling. And lo and behold, there she was wearing a leather outfit and being led around by a dog collar in the corner of Leviathan, the future WWE champion and movie star, 
Dave Batista. Wow. So not only did I get to continue the body slams I first showed her, but she used my trampoline training to get into the wrestling business herself. That's awesome. It didn't last more than a year, but it's the one training story I have to hang my hat on. And hey, if Jim Cornette liked her enough to hire her, I must have been good enough, right? Anyway, I must go, as I'm sure Big Dave said to the lady in the locker room. I'm sorry this has been so long. Oh, man, that was so good. That's from our buddy, our buddy Bacon. I had no idea that 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 was going to result in like a real famous story. Yeah. That was that really was nice. really cool. That was a sweet story. Yeah. And nobody was bad. Nobody was bad. Nobody was bad. That's how I uh, gauge whether or not I liked a story. If somebody was bad. And nobody. That's why I can't watch Black Mirror. Everybody's bad. And nobody was bad. And nobody was bad. Specifically not the robots. There you go. What a, what an episode we had today, Sarah. What an episode we had. It was uh, a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I hope you did. Um, I personally, like, I enjoyed it a little bit. Patty? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? I don't know. I just, like, thought it was, like, kind of, a, like, um, you guys had, like, a slumber party vibe in here. Like, oh, okay. It's, like, you guys and the cats, like, sleeping on the bed, and it's, like, cool. So I was, like, I, like, I w- wanted to do that. Okay. <laughs> Be part of the slumber party. Sure, of course. Um, Did you want, like, a really quick, like, bedtime story for um, like talking because i know at the, at the end of the podcast i'll run you guys talking buddies so, yeah like i could do that if you wanted uh i think that would be very yeah, cool that seems like an yeah. awesome idea okay okay so once upon a time in um the hardy compound there was a mystery and nobody knew exactly where vanguard one was which is a problem because a lot of people don't know this but vanguard one is the security for the hardy compound so if bad guys are coming in that's their first alert so jeff and matt are hanging out in the basement because they're scared to go outside because like nobody's gonna tell them if there's bad guys coming and also, Rebby was there, and Matt was like, I'll go get some candles in case the power goes out, which it did, which was crazy. And Jeff was like, oh my god, Rebby, are you scared? And she was like, no, not really. And he was like, well, if you're scared, you can always just like come cuddle up with me. And she was like, okay, that's a weird thing to say, but like maybe I'll try it out for a second. And then Matt Hardy comes into the room softly cloaked now in a bathrobe that he would wear for bedtime and went, <laughs> Jeff, if you were interested in Rebby, why didn't you just say so? And they com- proceeded to have the most amazing three-way ever oh, possible. Boy. But it was legal because in this world it was legal. And at the last <laughs> second, Vanguard 1 blew into the room and got everything on tape. And there's some corner of the internet where that's exactly what people like, and everybody was happy. But don't worry, it's just a fantasy for now. Oh, Patty. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know if you could tell, but like I'm kind of experimenting with live storytelling. Oh, okay. And not sort of like always pre writing stuff. And yeah. it's like a very like trendy thing that I'm doing. Okay. I just feel like you don't feel like that's a good like ending note. No, no, that, I mean, that's it, it was the ending you decided. No, well, 
I had one more surprise. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pass the mic off to the buddy that's actually going to tuck you in. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Patty. You're welcome. Marty, Sarah, listen. Okay, Sasha. I don't want people to forget about me. Yes, of course. Because i am got this thing going on with Bailey. Okay. I want everyone to know that I'm still here. Of course. And I'm giving out bank statements for bedtime buddies. Ooh, a bedtime bank statement? Yes. Okay. If you were thinking about buying something and you change your mind, like maybe in the afternoon, I'm going to get a coffee at Starbucks. Wait, no, I'm going to keep working. Maybe one thing thing you can do Um, is just dip into your app. On your bank account. Okay. And just pop that $4 over into your savings account. You were going to spend it anyway. Okay. And that money really does add up for your savings. <laughs> okay. Money market account. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Good night, buddies. All right. Uh, buddies. Uh, before you go to bed and go off into dreamland, come visit us this Friday, 115 Bourbon Street, Marionette Park, Illinois. Come watch AAW with me and Sarah and Jushin Thunder Liger. And me. <laughs> Nate Brad. Good night. This is the 